Today's episode contains spicy content. Discretion advised. Please be sure to like and subscribe and stick around after the story to hear my thoughts. Hard in my throat, I spin to face him completely, trembling in the black water. It just barely covers my chest, yet it feels like I'm as exposed as if I were standing before him. I don't see how. I'm broken and everything I touch bleeds. Silently, he walks toward me, first his feet, then his legs being swallowed by the abyss. He doesn't even seem to notice how cold the water is. I shudder again as he approaches, though it has nothing to do with the icy temperature and everything to do with the beast coming for me. He crouches in front of me with a fierce look on his face. I'm tempted to rub my fingers across the harsh lines just to see if I can smooth them out. Then he leans in close, his soft lips brushing against my jawline. Do you know what attracts a predator to its prey, amor mio? What? I whisper. When it's hurt. He murmurs, placing a feather-like kiss on my jaw. I love it when you're hurt, baby, but only when it's me who inflicts the pain. A whimper escapes as his teeth graze where his lips once were. You will heal, Sawyer, and as long as you are with me, you will never have to cause pain again. But when you are between my teeth, I will make you bleed. I will make you hurt instead. His fingers brushed across my hardened nipples, and a gasp rips from my throat. That's where you will find the meaning of life, and that's where you will find a life with me worth living. Why? I whisper. You couldn't even say that you didn't hate me. Non te odio, Sawyer, he says roughly. I wanted to say it was the truth when you asked me if I hated you, but I couldn't lie, so I said nothing. And every time I laid eyes on you today, all I could think was that I never really did. He pulls away enough to catch my watery gaze. Choose to live, Bella. Choose me. I bite my lip, unable to make myself say yes. But how could I possibly give him hope when I have no idea what my future holds? He told me to stop lying, so I don't. Instead, I lean forward and wrap my arms around his neck, attempting to push him back. But he holds firm and instead wraps his arms around my waist and lifts me up out of the cold water. I'm not ready to walk away from the whispers of death, but something about the way Enzo holds me is so much more enticing. He doesn't know it, but in this very moment, I am choosing him. He lays me down on the sand right at the water's edge, allowing the waves to wash up around our legs just to retreat again. The tremors in my body have metastasized, and goosebumps have invaded the entire surface of my skin. Enzo begins to crawl over the top of me, but I stop him and trade places so he is sitting on the sand while I climb on top of his lap. I'm too vulnerable, and if I don't have a semblance of control, I'll shatter. Surprisingly, he doesn't argue, and lets me guide his shirt over his head and then helps me slide his shorts down. The icy water rolls up to our legs, but he radiates heat, only drawing me deeper into his body. I'm wrapping my arms around his neck again, holding eye contact with his candescent eyes beneath the moonlight. His face is always set in such a fierce way, but out here, it only heightens his savagery. I lick my dry lips and whisper, Slide them to the side. 
Understanding my demand, his hands brush across my stomach, causing me to flinch as the icy water rolls up our legs, only heightening the intensity. I'm jittery, but I'm alive, and that's enough right now. His fingers move to my bottom, sliding along the edge against my thigh and causing another shiver to cascade down my spine. His finger catches the edge and draws the fabric to the side, bearing my pussy to the cold air. Biting my lip, I reach between us and grab a hold of his cock. A sharp hiss reaches my ears, and that glorious snarl overtakes his face. He's most beautiful when he's at his most primitive. He dips his chin, leaning back just enough to give room for spit to stream from his mouth and directly onto the head of his cock. I spread the wetness across his tip. I don't waste any more time sliding the tip through my wet slit, earning another hiss before I seat myself on him. Tension fills his muscles like air in a balloon, yet my body seems to go boneless. I can't fit him inside me easily, but I welcome the pain. Does it hurt? He rasped, knowing how fucking abrasive he is. I shake my head. Not enough. I bite, forcing myself down until I've taken him completely, shivering from both the feel of him and the water. My head kicks back a soft moan slipping from my throat, spreading around us like fog. His free hand slips up my stomach and cuffs my breast, squeezing firmly. I begin to rock my hips, angling them so my clit rubs against his pelvis just right. I can make it hurt, Enzo says, a dark promise coloring his deep voice. You will, I say, dropping my head to meet his stare, but only how I want it. There's a fight on the tip of his tongue, so I roll my hips deeper and his teeth clamp down on his bottom lip in response, a deep growl building in his chest. I cover his hand on my breast with my own, while I grip the back of his neck with the other, guiding his head toward me without severing our eye contact. His tongue darts out, laving at my hardened nipple before sucking it into his mouth. My eyes flutter and I roll my hips with more vigor. Unable to contain the salacious smile on my face, I lean until my lips brush against his ear. Good boy, I whisper. Immediately, his teeth clamp down on my nipple in response, just the reaction I was hoping for. Yes. I inhale sharply, the acute combination of pain and pleasure clashing in a battle of dominance over my body. Almost uncontrollably, Enzo rips at my bathing suit bottoms, the strings no match for his urgency and easily unraveling. Flinging it to the side, both of his hands go straight to my ass, roughly sliding towards the juncture of my thighs, gripping my flesh harshly and urging my hips faster. He trades between soothing the sting of his bite on my nipple with his tongue, only to revive the pain with his teeth. Cries fall from my lips, the pleasure building deep in my stomach addicting. I'm chasing after it, desperate to hold on to this for as long as I can, but unable to slow and savor it. More, I plea. More pain. Releasing my abused peak, he fists my hair tightly and pushes upward until he's on his knees and I'm balanced on his thighs. I'm forced to plant both hands on the sinking sand behind me, the grains pulled from beneath me as the water retreats. I'm barely stable enough to keep upright as he begins to power into me. My mouth falls open on a moan, granting him easy access to let go of my hair and instead hook his finger in my bottom jaw, holding me in place. My eyes begin to roll when he hits a particular spot inside me, but the moment I do, a sharp crack fills the air, 
followed by a searing burn across my cheek. Eyes on me, Sawyer, he demands hotly. There's a moment of shock that he slapped me, but my body responds in a carnal way. My back bows and the bliss sharpens. The cry that follows is one born out of pure gratification. Another wave rushes over my fingers and I curl them into the sand. The freezing water and the sharp, broken seashells digging into my skin only intensify the moment. His cock hits deep inside me and I can feel myself flooding around him. Deliberately, I close my eyes, smiling around the digit hooked in my mouth as he fucks me harder. On cue, he's delivering another harsh slap with his free hand, this time to the side of my breast. I shudder, crowning at the sensation. Fuck, it feels so good. And I'm tempted to clean my eyes shut just so he never stops. I'm getting so close to exploding and I begin to meet each of his thrusts, seeking more. Tell me the truth, Bella. Do you think you'll still be smiling when the pain becomes too much? He murmurs darkly, his tone full of challenge. Instead of answering, I sink my teeth into his fingers, imparting my own brand of pain and welcoming the consequences, ensuring to grin widely while I do. He retreats from my mouth and roughly grips my cheeks between his fingers, jerking me into his face. If you wanted me to make you smile, all you had to do was ask. He grabs a hold of my hips and lifts me off him, a protest quickly building on my tongue. For a few seconds, I'm scared he's going to stop. But then I realize how stupid it was to fear such a thing. Enzo will never stop hurting me. He's forcing me to twist around, seating me back onto his cock, but this time I have a full view of the black ocean. There's a seashell cutting into my knee on the sand, but yet it's another pain that I welcome. Smile, baby, he orders, hooking his pointer and middle fingers in each side of my cheek and pulling back hard enough to mold my spine to his front. I gasp, the action beginning in discomfort and morphing into something more agonizing. He stretches them until what it feels like every single tooth in my mouth is on display. And then he restarts his movements, driving into me and using my cheeks as leverage to keep me in place. Gargled moans are the only thing I'm capable of while Enzo drags his lips across the side of my temple. My eyes are rolling, my pussy pulsing with euphoria as he works me expertly. His proximity alone is intoxicating, but feeling him use my body in such a savage way has me vibrating with desire. That's such a pretty smile, Bella, he purrs. A tear leaks from my eye right where his mouth resides. His tongue darts out, catching the droplet. What's wrong? He mocks, pulling tighter until I squeal. Does it hurt? Despite how deeply my face aches, I'm consumed by the quickly building orgasm low in my stomach. My limbs tremble from the threat of it, eager to be devastated by something other than my own self-loathing. I nod, drool beginning to pull past my lips and trail down my chin. The noises that follow are uncontrollable. Their pitch heightening as he brings me closer. Clean your hands off in the water when it washes up. Then rub your clip for me. I want to watch you come with such a big smile on your face. Almost mindlessly, I wait for the cold water to roll around my legs so I can rinse the sand from my fingers, then move them between my thighs and rub my clit, slipping from how soaked I've become. But I'm relentless in my pursuit, and soon I'm reaching the precipice. That's it.
You love being a good girl for me, don't you, baby? He drawls, just like you love coming all over my cock like a desperate little slut. I squeeze my eyes shut, feeling another tear slip loose right as the orgasm hits. My hand on my clit freezes as every muscle in my body seizes, unable to move as the storm rolls through it. I cry out, feeling Enzo wrap an arm around my stomach and bar me against him. I lose all sense of time and space as I'm transported into an entirely different dimension. A tsunami could sweep us away in this very moment, and I'd be safe from the carnage. I'm no longer wherever I was. I'm only where I should be. It feels like days pass by the time my consciousness slowly creeps in, grabbing my hand and guiding me back down to earth. Behind me, Enzo is rolling his hips sensually, working me through the orgasm, his own muscles strained. My bones are jelly, but my body is instantly hyper-aware of his. He's so close to releasing himself, and his speed is picking up again, feeling my come down. With what little strength I have left, I wait until he's right on the edge and then tear myself from his grip, catching him by surprise. I twist, grab him by the throat, and practically tackle him to the sandy floor. He falls easily, caught off guard, but my window is minuscule. His hazel eyes are wide as I position myself between his spread legs, grabbing his drenched cock in my hands and peeking up at him through lashes. You were so close to coming and I denied you, didn't I? Anger flashes across his eyes and the corner of my lips curl upward. Does it hurt, baby? He snaps toward me, but I'm faster, wrapping my mouth around the tip of his cock and sucking harshly, tasting myself on him as I do. His fingers plunge through my curls, fisting them tightly, and I plant my hands on his hips, denying him control. Fuck, Sawyer. Keep testing me. Your smile is only pretty because of those teeth. I'd hate to see them missing. His threat widens my grin, and I look up at him with wide, innocent eyes. I'm a desperate little slut and want to feel you come down my throat. I'm staring into two pits of golden molten lava as he tightens his hand in my hair, keeping me immobile as he roughly grabs his dick and slides the tip across my lips. Good sluts, ask nicely. He mummers, biting his lip when I stick out my tongue, prompting him to slap his cock on it. I wrap my hand around his wrist and tip my chin back far enough to rasp. I never said I was good. I said I was desperate. Then I'm sucking him back into my mouth despite his grip on my hair. He groans loudly, growling when I graze my teeth along his sensitive flesh, then use my tongue to lave at the underside of his tip. I put everything I have into giving him pleasure, drool pulling on his stomach as I suck and lick him with fervor. It doesn't take long before I have him close to the edge again, his muscles once more locking up. His cock swells in my mouth and he starts pumping his hips, his head sliding farther down the back of my throat with his thrust. Fuck, just like that, baby. Suck it hard, he chants. His head kicks back, only his strong throat is visible as he erupts. He shouts, his chin snapping back down to his chest so he can watch me swallow every drop. Mouth parted and his brows lowered over his eyes, his entire body vibrates from the force and it feels like I can't drink him down fast enough. Finally, he forces me away, becoming overstimulated. Jesus fucking Christ. He pants, staring at me with wide eyes. 
I wipe my mouth clean of the slobber painted all over my chin. There's an intensity radiating from him, and it's triggering all those typical flight responses. I stand on shaky legs, and his brows furrow with confusion, assumingly sensing my retreat. I stall by grabbing my bathing suit and slipping it back on. All the while, his stares burn through me. So that was Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlton. If you're familiar with H.D. Carlton, her books are definitely something else. Haunting Adeline and Hunting Adeline are from her work as well. And Does It Hurt, I... I'd heard, again, with all of these books, right, that I read, you hear about them, people have the spice level, of course, the trigger warnings. Um, this one has a lot of trigger warnings, but this book, obviously that part is such a very small portion and it's a very spicy portion, but this book was incredible. I mean, I literally could not put it down. And not only is there, you know, the story between our two characters but there's also this huge backstory and then on top of that there was this like suspense mystery aspect that was tossed into this that there was a huge shock at the end like I didn't I literally sat up on my bed gasped and was like oh my gosh I cried I was obviously turned on and it was just it's a great great story So the scene we just read involves Sawyer and Enzo, who meet under some interesting circumstances. Um, I don't want to give too much of the book away because I really, really want, like if you're reading it, that not knowing what comes next is really awesome. Um, But Sawyer's on the run. We don't know why she's on the run. We don't know who she's hiding from. We don't know why she's trying to keep her identity a secret. She runs into Enzo, who is full predator and he's a shark lover, okay? He cares about the ocean, so he has a soft side. Yes, did he try to drown her once in a sexual way? No big deal. You know, he made sure she was safe, but we love Enzo. <laughs> they get to this point, obviously, where they're figuring out their own relationship. In this portion here, oh, I'm trying to, I don't want to give away too much, but I kind of want to... They're on a beach, okay? We'll just put it there. They're on a beach. And... They're finally getting to this point where he's trying to figure out more about her. She doesn't want to reveal too much. She doesn't want to drag him into things. Obviously, they have this huge sexual connection. I mean, come on. The book is called Does It Hurt? And who doesn't enjoy a little bit of hurt, right? I mean, maybe some people don't, right? Not everybody does it. Your girl does. What can I say? But definitely heed your trigger warnings on this book, like 100%. But they, I love that they both ask that question to each other. He asks her, does it hurt? And then she flips it back on him, does it hurt? Enzo is Italian, which, by the way, I did not want to do, like, an Italian accent and offend anybody. And please forgive me for any butchering I did of the few Italian phrases that were there. I tried my best. <laughs> but I did love that. Like, I could so, again, I don't. I'm not expert on Italian accents, but I've heard them enough where I could fully like hear it in my head as I'm reading it. And it was just like, all right, I I am into this. And it's so great because in the book, it's she has it fully written out, the Italian, you know, phrases. And at, at the bottom of the page is the translation. So it's like you really get to I really felt like Sawyer for a lot of it where I'm reading things where I, I can speak Spanish. So I was able to kind of 
decipher different words and meanings. Um, but there were some passages where I was like, what is he saying? I don't know what he's saying. So it very much felt like Sawyer. And then I would look at the, I would purposely wait to reach the bottom of the page to figure out what he was saying. And that I thought was just so cool. I hadn't experienced that in a book yet. So I wouldn't say I'm a prude, right? I wouldn't be fully if I'm doing a podcast like this. But when it comes to these dark romance books, obviously it's explicit in its writing and in the way that it's presented, you really, really given a clear picture of what is happening. There is no guessing. So when she's saying things like nipple and cock and clit and even reading all of those things I was like oh my word and even reading them out loud I'm like Shh, mm, goodness but in a way that it's like it really like helps you at least for me like fully envision it and I'm like it's like a, a clear clear picture but that was like still as I read and I go through these new books and I go through even rereading books I still get a little like <laughs> As I read them, I can't help it, but I love it. I enjoy it. I love getting a clear, clear picture. Domestic discipline, physical punishment, marking even. It's a very, very slippery slope, right? Because how hard is too hard? What is it that can you take? What can you not take? What markings are you okay with? Where are you okay with markings being left? And when I say markings, what I'm specifically referring to is like a bruise being left on you, um, a cut being left on you, a scar, something that's going to be visible either just to yourself or to somebody else. Again, very, very important that you do your own research with it and you find your own comfortability with it and you trust the person that you're experiencing this with. Me personally, I mean... I don't want to get punched, right? Like, that's a hard limit for me. Like, please don't punch me. That's a little too hard, a little too much. But, but I do not mind the slaps at all. I welcome it. I'm like Sawyer where I will like close my eyes and smile just to get it one more time. Like, hey, let's, let's even it out on both ends, yeah? We also go into a bit of humiliation and degradation, right? So when he flips her around, or because she, you know, she bites down on his finger, Sawyer being Sawyer, and when he flips her around, he, and I actually, when I say it, I reread this part three times because I wanted to make sure I was like reading this correctly, because I read through it once and I was like, wait a second, let me go back here, and I did, I reread it two more times and I was like. He has his fingers in her mouth and like full on pulling them back. Like she's talking about like her teeth are exposed. She's drooling. He's obviously like doing her from behind and like holding that like motion together. I was like, oh my gosh, like that just sounds so painful to like just have your okay all I could think about was the dentist office right when you're at the dentist office and they just like pry your mouth your mouth open that was my first thought and I was like that cannot be enjoyable and then of course like with everything else I was like I mean it probably could under the right circumstances right but it's the same thing that Sawyer is going through she's like she's enjoying it right and it's that feeling again of like 
discomfort, but at the same time, there's this intense pleasure going on and you just, you cannot get your thoughts to even line up fast enough to figure out what's going on. In that moment when he's like, smile, I want to show your teeth. It's so sadistic, but it's so great and like he's that's the one thing about Enzo is that he is super upfront about who he is he's like I am going to make it hurt I will make you cry I will make you hurt I will leave you the bruises but it'll be on my doing and like you're gonna enjoy it and she does so that that whole part for me was like reading over that I was I really with all of these things I look at the stuff that I haven't experienced right I haven't experienced anything specific to that where I was like I wonder if if that would be something I would enjoy and knowing me I mean I probably would (laughs) we love a good switch moment we love a power play that struggle and Sawyer is definitely one to be like I'm gonna push back and I'm gonna take the control because I need it or just because that she wants to have fun with it so she's had her orgasm, right? She's good. She's coming down. And <laughs> the fact that she's like, Enzo is right there to the point, and she just decides to flip the switch on him. I loved that. I was like, go Sawyer. And at the same time, I was like, ooh, girl, you're probably going to pay for that later on, but enjoy it while you're in it now. The fact that she says she could see like his face just gets so angry. And I love, I just love that she asked him the same question back of like, does it hurt? That whole just like game she starts to play with him while she's messing with him and she's denying him his orgasm. And of course, that's when, you know, she goes down on him, down on him and she's just starting to like work him and he can't even catch his breath it's such a great like difference to just see everything that she went through and even though right his is nowhere near anything that she that she went through with him it was so fun to read and just see that that switch happen for a moment and then too I love when she's like being all playful with him and she's like oh I'm just a bit slow blah 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 I need your dick and he's like yeah (laughs) That I just who doesn't love a little playful banter, right? Because we all know what the playful banter will lead to, and it's gonna lead to more fun. I also really love the beginning of this chapter. Sawyer, like I said, Sawyer is going through a lot. She has a lot of her own personal demons that she's fighting and things that she is going through and has been going through. And you know, Enzo finds her sitting on the beach by herself, but that's you know, before everything, all the craziness ensues, you know, they have those moments beforehand where she tells him, you know, I'm, I'm broken. Like you didn't even say that you didn't hate me. And she's really kind of torn up about like who she is as a person and where they are together. And again, even though, yes, I love, I love my smut and I love a good explicit scene. I love a story and I love when these characters, like start to fall for each other and they just get to have like who doesn't want that experience right I think everybody feels that we're all either missing something or lacking something or maybe not everybody right I know for me like I have a lot of my own doubts and my own insecurities so when you even if it's in a book and it sounds so cheesy but this is how I get my romance so when 
when you are hearing this character tell you or tell the other character that that you are enough or that they are going to fix you or that you will heal with them and then they go straight into like all the smut talk like I love a good balance so that romance even though we don't really see it much in this in this portion but the romance that comes and the healing that comes and the comfort and safety that you get or they get with each other is so so great to see and again I cannot recommend this book enough again it's super wild it also deals with some very very like traumatic things separate from Enzo and Sawyer just things that Sawyer has gone through by herself really really traumatic messed up stuff so be wary as you're going in but it's it's just great to see her journey and see where she starts and how she ends and also how her relationship with Enzo continues to develop and what it grows into. So any smut that has a good romantic plot line, sign me up. I am ready for it. Once again, that was Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlton. Please share your thoughts and recommendations in the comments. I hope you enjoyed tonight's story and we'll be back again next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Remember to stay safe. Consent is sexy. And good night.